Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This on the crew from insider Adam McCalvey. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the only station Brewers fans need. Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah, the Brewers season comes to a close last night. And just some Brewers uh, programming note that the 2020 season retrospective show that's going to be on Tuesday night at 6 o'clock right after this Wendy's Big Show. Great Midwest Bank Hotline is where we find Adam McCalvey, our insider from Brewers.com, MLB.com. Adam, a weird, crazy, funky season. It comes to a close last night, and we were talking last night as well as this afternoon about how you would describe this 2020 campaign for the crew? Yeah, Tim, I think of the word heavy. Like, everything felt heavy this year. And, you know, I'll tell you, though, even those of us who were lucky enough to get to watch the home games, there was a heaviness to it. It was um, you were generating energy to get through every day. And it didn't feel, I mean, obviously it didn't feel the same. Um, and, you know, you saw that in, in the action on the field, and you heard that, I think, from all around the league, even from some good teams. Uh, I think David Ross said it, that this is just the hardest baseball season ever. And, um, you know, everybody just tried to get through it. You know, and look, I, the, the Dodgers are clearly the better baseball team. Nobody in their right mind would say that the Brewers were better, even at full strength, than the Dodgers. But you look at those two games, and the margin of those two games is so thin. You know, it's somehow Brent Suter walks the ballpark in game one, and they're in the game at the seventh inning. I mean, they're in the game the whole game, but they're within a run at the seventh inning stretch. And then in game two, it, it hinges on, you know, not converting a double play. And Jed Jerko, a guy who scooped everything, doesn't scoop a ball um, when Urias bounced it on the run. And that's the, mar- that's the margin. Um, and look, the Dodgers are a great team and they capitalized. But it, it just struck me that even with all their losses, even with just limping in with a losing record and being such a, you know, in so many ways a bad team, um, baseball being baseball, those games were still right there to take with, with a hit, and they never got the hit. So anyway, to your original question, there, there was a heaviness to this mm. entire year. Um, and I, I, I do give players and, and the coaches and everybody some credit for getting through it and giving us um, entertaining games, <laughs> if you like low scoring, and, um, you know, got, got a couple of playoff games and, and, and stayed healthy for the, for the Brewers along the way. 
I think I was proud of these guys, Adam, for these guys. I mean, even Lorenzo Cain going out. I mean, I was so excited for this particular season before the pandemic because you got the new logo. I mean, everything was on the upswing, okay. and then the pandemic hit. But you also have to look at, you know, Corbin Burns, and we talked about him all year, having a great year. He gets hurt. Williams get hurt. And then next thing you know, and I'll be very honest with you, if had they won, I don't think they know who the starting pitcher would have been for game three. (laughs) But throughout all that, they were able to, like you said, the double play cost them. So I'm just proud that for three years in a row they've been in the playoffs. Yeah, and look, people are going to deride that, uh, Leroy, by saying they had a losing record. This year was all, you know, the playoff system was makes it a sham. But, I mean, that was the system going into the year. The, 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 it was 16 teams going to get in. And, uh, you know, Craig Council said it when they sort of backed in on Sunday. Not sort of backed in. When they backed in on Sunday with a loss. Um, but he said, we're not going to apologize for making the playoffs. And you know what? That's right. Because this year was, was hard. And, and it's, it's hard for everybody. Um, and it presented particular challenges. And you see that. That's, again, reflected in the numbers all over the league. Um, that this was a hard year to produce for a bunch of different reasons. And um, they shouldn't apologize for making it to the playoffs. 14 teams would have loved to go um, and play someone in a postseason game, and they did. Their seasons ended on Sunday. Um, I would have loved to see that Dodgers series with the Brewers at full strength because, you know, the fact that it was a best of three, we talked sort of all summer about how that presented opportunities for a lot of weirdness. Um, and, you know, the Brewers beating the, the Dodgers, a Dodgers team that led the, the majors and wins and um, had a record per game run differential and was just a total beast. That would have been, that would have been wild. And, you know, if you go Burns, Woodruff, and you have Devin Williams, um, you have Suter in relief, that's, that's an interesting series. But, again, it, it still would have hinged on scoring some runs. And the Brewers showed such an inability to score runs, especially – down the stretch. I mean, they finished with 10 games on the road, and they never scored more than three runs. That's just not going to get it done. Even in the postseason when pitching dominates in a regular year, you still need to score some runs every now and then. And, and they just they, they never did that. And just not to ramble on, but one other thing I really thought stood out to me in the last week or so is when we spoke to David Stearns on Sunday. Um, you know, he took accountability. He said, uh, a lot of my moves did not turn out the way we thought they were going to turn out. And I don't know how many GMs say that as they're speaking about a team that just clinched a postseason spot. And I, I thought that was kind of cool and refreshing for a guy to, to acknowledge that um, some of the decisions that they made didn't work. And I think they're going to, to the extent you can analyze anything in 2020, analyze whether the the, the – the thought process that took them to those decisions were the right ones, and, and whether they need to rethink um, the way they do things. So th- that stood out to me sort of in the, in the final week or so of the season as well. You know, Adam, I think, and so we were talking about this, and I think what stands out to me overall, just big picture, is that I think constantly the Brewers are always going to be in this position because of the payroll. I mean, I think David Stearns and Craig Council, I think, has one of the toughest jobs in Major League Baseball, most certainly of the eight teams that were in the playoffs, and how they build their roster 
and how they make how they plug and play guys. And then with the amount of money you have or don't have, I think they're always going to be up against it. And they have to be willing when it's time to take their shot, they take their shot. And I think they did that with Grandal Mustakas. And and so now you come back this year. The I mean what 98% of the roster is overhauled. You got all new players. No spring training, pandemic, and really what makes this team a team is when all these guys can be together and form some camaraderie. So you didn't yeah. have that. I, I just think it's just a, a unique situation where, I, yeah, three years in a row, put it in the bank. But I think as an organization, they're always going to be this way unless unless in your minors that guys can come and develop and you and you can run like four or five guys. But if I think if you look at the Braves and you start looking at all these other teams that are really good, they probably got four or five guys that are legitimate, legitimate, legitimate players on the level of a Yelich type. Well, I think the other thing that could change is if at some point the economics of the game change. And, well, and that would have to change for the Brewers, yes. You get into it, yeah. You get into an NBA system or an NFL system where the, you know, there's, the structure is different. Now, I don't know if that's ever going to happen in baseball because of the way it's, it's set up and, and the power of the union. So that may be just wishful thinking. And I think the way David Stearns and Craig Council look at what you're talking about, Gary, because you're right, this sort of this idea that, like, they're never going to be the big spender under this economic system of the sport. They look at that as, like, you know, you can worry about that and complain about it, or you can just build the best team that you can um, under the structure that you've got. I don't think it's an option that, you know, I don't think throwing money at the problem is as easy as a solution as people sometimes think it is. Um, I don't think the Brewers are all of a sudden just going to say, okay, let's really, let's go for it this year and spend $200 million and just and do it and do the, you know, 97 Marlins. Let's, let's, let's Marlins this thing and buy a championship. I don't think the Brewers are ever going to do that. No. Um, and, you know, it, it, right now, if you look forward the next couple of years, they're now a pitching team. Mm-hmm. And that's backwards from the way it was in the mid-2000s when they got good again. It was Fielder and, and Braun and those those hitters that Jack Sorensic drafted. Now it's a pitching team. And, you know, they've got Woodruff Burns going forward. I'm telling you, Hauser has a chance to be, to take a, a Burns-like step next year based on the stuff. If given the opportunity, they got Devin Williams, who's a beast reliever now. They still have more years of Josh Hader. Just right there, you're talking about the, a core of a pitching staff that's really good. And, you know, mm-hmm. I agree with you that the Braves with Albies and Acuna and Freeman, and, Freeman, you know, yeah. they've got a core of a bunch of Yelich types. Yep. You know, the Brewers now on the pitching side have the core of some. You know, I don't know what compliment most, most Maddox, most Gladwin Maddox. Let's not go too far here. Yeah, hey, I, hey, I Tim, you be quiet. Let him, let him pitch a 162-game season together once. Yeah, right, right. But, I yeah. mean, that's, that's, the, that's the answer. That's the path yes. for them right now. And right. the problem is, you know, because I think they did go for it in other years. Right. Um. That farm system, it, there's just not a lot of there's not a lot of studs that at least on paper right now. So where are they going to find those guys is going to be the trick for David Stearns. And on top of that, by the way, 
we happen to be in a pandemic in which every team is suffering a ruinous year and we're coming up on a CBA and I have absolutely no earthly idea what this offseason is going to look like in terms of movement, spending for anybody, yeah. much yeah. less the Brewers. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Adam McAlvey, Brewers.com and MLB.com. Now the sentimental side of me is, is going to show here, Adam, uh, with, with Ryan Braun. And I wonder, I wonder if there was a conversation with counsel and Ryan Braun on how he wanted potentially to exit his career let alone the game or the series or the season. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if, um, you know, I hate to see Ryan Braun leave getting pulled from the dugout um, after going, you know, 0 for 2 and a couple of strikeouts uh, the other day. I wonder if that conversation could have been where, hey, you're active anyway. We're going to go ahead and just announce you as a, as a hitter. You'll be in the on-deck circle, and we'll go ahead and, and just pull you back after the announcement, at least to have some sort of, ceremony, if you will. I just wonder, your thoughts on Ryan Braun, number one, that, uh, exiting his career and and his Brewer's career, but also whether or not you think that he's going to return next year. You know, maybe that's different if it's home and there's uh, people in the stands that aren't cardboard cutouts of Mary Hart and Larry King. But I don't know. To do that at an empty Dodger stadium, I'm – I'm not sure how that would have necessarily played, and, you know, on a national broadcast or they're focused on other things. I, you know, you don't players don't get to choose how it ends all the time, and the ones who do um, always say they feel lucky to do it, and mm-hmm. and the reason they say that is because they see other situations like the one Ryan Braun faced this year, where you don't get to choose. And you know, I all summer sort of thought, oh, there's no way he's going out with no fans in the stands. And now everything you hear from him, Yelich last night, mm-hmm. it's all past tense. You know, they're talking about it on the side. So I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll get an answer when he's ready to give it. Again, there's, there, this is not pure sentimentality either. They have to pay him $4 million to buy out the option. How much more are you wanting to give to him for a sentimental farewell? Um, when, you know, I, I would think Brewers fans also want them to have some hitters next year. And you're going to need those dollars, again, after a ruinous year financially with no fans in the stands. You're going to need every dollar you can get in order to try to find some value. Um, third base, they're going to have to figure out first base again. They've got, they've got questions. What are they going to, are they going to do something at catcher or you roll with Narvaez another year? Um, they have, they have, holes to fill and it's going to take dollars to do yeah, that so yeah. you know let's say let's say the deal with ryan braun is you pay him four million bucks would you give him another four and pay him eight million dollars to come back and play one year it's a lot of money tim well yeah i, mean, I, th- I think i think i would if the dh stays if the dh stays then i then i'd suffer through that and and oh, that I, I think sense. that would be cool let's just do round robin real quick uh, Great Lakes Dragway pick a lane, Adam McCalvey in our left lane, and that's Brewers baseball wrapping things up. Your gut, I'll start with me. My gut says he's done. Leroy Butler, Ryan Braun, is he coming back? Oh, he's definitely coming back. He's the face of the franchise until you can turn it over. He can hand it over to Yelich maybe next year after. Gary Ellerson. Well, listen, uh, what is the payout? Is it $4 million to buy my yeah. contract? Quit counting people's pockets. 
And, and so they, they would have to do that, I would assume. Uh, renegotiate. Yep. Uh, maybe they pay him, pay him another $6 million so he gets a total of $10 million out of the deal. Mm. I think he come back for one more year. Adam McAlvey. I'm going to say my gut tells me no. And, oh, and the, what? Here, here, I, I, again, I was yes all along, and then that last home game, he gets the infield hit, and he talks about what a way to go out after all those line, you know, hitters always feel like they're lining out all day, every day. All those line outs, he says, it was great to go out on a cheap one. Um, just a lot of past tense for me. Especially Yelich last night. I thought that was really interesting. They've talked about it, but, you know, the had and the past tense – I mean, I yeah. just that just that that was loud. Although he did he did disclaim that with nothing official. Look, we are. I think fans are sentimental about this player. He's been here a long time. That he had the lowest of lows, paid the price, and and in the eyes of many people here, he he sort of won them back over again with what he has done since then. So there's a lot of sentimentality. But I'll tell you, I, I know Ryan Braun. I talked to him a long time about what life after baseball looks like. Um, He's he's he loved it here. He was treated great. He want you know he loves the game of baseball, but he's not like sentimentally going to hang on. I've always gotten the sense from him like when he and his head it's time to go, he's gone and and that's it. And he's not going to regret it. He's going to go be a dad to three kids. And I don't know if this is the time, but it just felt to me the way the the sentences were formed that he's thinking about life after baseball. So All we'll right. see. All right, Adam, uh, a pleasure. Another season in the books. As, uh, Thanks for your book. Your insider. book is amazing. Yeah. Thank you for the Thank book you. this year. Yeah. Guys, I, I appreciate you all year. And, Leroy, you know, all you guys have been so kind with helping me get the word out about that project. And fans have been so awesome. And pictures with their moms and dads and kids amazing. holding that book. And it was really, you know, that was the sort of saving grace of 2020 is it's like, you know, exactly. there were great years behind us. <laughs> Sometimes they didn't win a lot of games, but they were still right. fun, and there are fun years ahead of us. Yeah, it's it's cool. I love this organization, Adam. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks for bro. everything, and we'll talk again. All right, guys. See ya. All right, there he is, Adam McCalvey, Brewers dot com, MLB dot com, our insider for a million years. He joined us here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious. Breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. All right, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna get rolling here into a break, but we do have to go. Big Show knows fantasy. However, um, Gary, you don't have to cut me off here because we're talking about what? jewelry. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you where to go, Timmy. Okay. You need to get on over there. I don't know what make take you take so long, bro. <laughs> What are you saying? Hey, hey, you go be check nice my good now. friend out at the jury cell. Tim, Dean flip Murray. it on him. Say he needed to go over there too. That's flip true. I didn't Tim. even think about flip that. Flip it on him, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Flip it well, on him, when, Tim. When I when I up to five years, y'all can when I go oh, see my good friend stop. at the jury cell. Leroy it took you Dean like fifteen, Murray. so be be quiet. Go no, check it took my me good sixteen. Friend. Leave me alone. Yeah. Hey, go check my good friend Dean Murray at the jury cell. Seven six late late Plaza. In Brookfield, Blue Mountain Road, and Tri-City, National <laughs> I know. The third location for you folks in Burlington, Wisconsin. Guys, go see me today. If you want the most money for your old gold of jewelry, go check them out. If you want the best possible price on any piece of jewelry in the store, go check them out. I'm sending you to the front of the class. Ask for him. That name is Dean Murray. Murray. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.